Welcome to another episode of Trippy Education. This podcast is especially unique because it goes over self-care practices through a holistic lens. Self-care is extremely important for every single human being on earth, especially if you are in a specific field where you work with other people. I plan on becoming a mental health counselor and psychedelic-assisted psychotherapist. Therefore, I have to create a specialized wellness plan in order for me to be my best self for the people I serve. This podcast goes over a self-care plan for myself, as well as provides various self-care routines and habits for other people to adopt as well. I hope you enjoy. Human beings encompass what is known as the coincidencia oppositorum, or the union of opposites. We are both unique as individuals, yet interconnected as a species and through nature in a very deep way. This concept can be applied within our daily lives and activities to uncover a wide variety of individual, personal experiences, and a collective unity of routines and behaviors. Through evidence-based research, we have discovered various experiences, routines, behaviors, activities, and ways of thinking that provide a foundation for a healthy, wellness-based human being. As a current graduate student in a mental health counseling program, I find myself confronted with attempts to create a healthy lifestyle so that I can be more effective, present, and competent as a counselor to be. This is a challenge that is difficult to accomplish as life is complicated and unpredictable. However, through grounded, evidence-based research in the field of wellness and self-care, I have the opportunity to develop a holistic model of wellness and prevention that can remedy my stress as a graduate student and counselor in training. What follows includes a personalized wellness plan that was created based on the Wheel of Wellness model, the Healthy Mind Platter, and my educational experience through graduate school as my mind-body medicine master's and my mental health counseling program. The first task in the wheel wellness model includes spirituality, which is represented as the central task of human wellness. Through kindergarten to undergraduate school, I grew up in a Catholic milieu in school and my household. Today, I do not consider myself Catholic or religious. However, I do consider myself spiritual. According to Myers, Sweeney, and Whitmer, spirituality is an awareness of a being or force that transcends the material aspects of life and gives a deep sense of wholeness or connectedness to the universe. 
After undergoing various mystical type experiences in my undergraduate years, specifically with psychedelic substances, I developed a sense of spirituality through shamanism. Shamanism established a foundation of gratitude and appreciation of nature within me. It also created a deep sense of grounding, connection, and symbiosis with the universe that I cultivate daily through time in nature, meditation, breath work, and rituals. Structured daily rituals and habits lead into the second area of the wheel of wellness, which includes self-direction. Daily practices and activities concretize or reassemble our habits and in turn our path in life. Ingrained within these daily practices lies the human being, encompassing our, psycho our psychological, physiological, emotional, and interpersonal noise that comes with being human. The ability to regulate, discipline, and direct the self through the noise and daily activities provides a sense of wellness and direction. There are various holistic self-care routines, habits, rituals, and strategies I can engage in that will aid in managing my graduate counseling program and the stresses of life. Within my mind-body medicine graduate studies, I learned and integrated a number of holistic, complementary, and alternative medicine practices that I continue to utilize today. Many of these techniques I like to consider nervous system regulation techniques, or NSRT, which are framed from a polyvagal perspective. Techniques I engage in daily to manage stress include cold showers, mindfulness, constructive slash positive self-talk, sleep, gratitude, biofeedback, exercise, and breath work. Techniques that are in my toolbox include mindfulness meditation, bilateral stimulation, neurofeedback, emotional freedom technique or EFT, dream work, talk therapy, restricted environmental stimulation therapy or rest or sensory deprivation, sauna, exercise, and yoga. The practice of consistency in our daily choices and activities produce habits. Habits can be assembled over time and cemented in our daily life. They can also be loosened and reassembled to form new habits. We now understand that the human brain is plastic throughout life and can be molded by daily experiences and activities. Healthy habits should be woven into a daily routine which encompass a holistic perspective. 
developing a routine that is based on my personalized schedule. An example, work hours, responsibilities as a father, family time, schoolwork, personal time, is a difficult but necessary task. In order to assist myself with handling the many demands of being in a graduate counseling program, I must aggregate my techniques, abilities to regulate and discipline myself, and create a schedule to stick to so that multiple routines are cemented within my life. This task is one of implementation, which comes with discipline, structure, and consistency. I am a fan of Jocko Willink, a retired Navy SEAL, author, and public speaker, whose catchphrase is, discipline equals freedom. Due to working full-time, being in a graduate program, and being a full-time father of two daughters, time management and discipline of routines is the most useful skill I have to ensure responsibilities are being met. Within all of these responsibilities lies my self-care. If I am not taking care of myself, with these evidence-based techniques, habits, rituals, and strategies that aid my mental health and physical health in a holistic way, I cannot effectively manage my responsibilities to a high degree or myself. I hold a repertoire of self-care tools within my toolbox. The usefulness of these tools is determined by a foundation of structure, discipline, and consistency. There are times when I may slip in taking care of myself, and we all do. These moments require the utilization of self-reflection and mindfulness in order to get back on track. Both self-reflection and mindfulness are also keys on the path to becoming a competent counselor. In order to be the most present, compassionate, centered, and grounded counselor to be and human being possible, I must continue to implement my holistic model of wellness and prevention. <clears throat> Self-care is extremely important for any human being. It doesn't matter what profession you are in, whatever you do, whoever you are. Self-care provides one to be an optimal, effective, and loving human being. If I am not feeling optimal, effective, or loving in every interaction that I have, I don't believe I am being a competent human being. Self-care provides these things. By engaging in self-care habits, routines, and activities, 
I'm able to regulate my nervous system within every interaction I have in the day with another human being, a task, a situation, anything. Self-care is so important. Developing a structured self-care routine ensures a healthy mind-body-spirit connection. Whether it's physical self-care activities like walking, running, lifting weights, going to the gym, breath work, cold showers, saunas, anything physical that is healthy and helps your body regulate, helps your nervous system regulate. Or mental self-care routines, such as therapy, journaling, talking to a friend or family member, reading, meditating, breathing, sleep, or spiritual self-care routines. And that can depend on whatever religious or spiritual practice that you embark on. Even if you don't practice one, just taking time to just sit, even in nature, or especially in nature, is a spiritual experience. Even if you don't consider it that, it could be then a mental or physical self-care. Regardless, self-care allows the human being to be the best human being that they can possibly be with everything. And for myself, as a future psychedelic-assisted psychotherapist, self-care is especially important so that I can be present, grounded, and compassionate and loving for the participant in front of me. Thank you everyone for listening. This was a podcast from Trippy Education, training responsibly in preparing psychedelic induced experiences. This specific podcast was about self-care and how self-care is very important for any human being, but especially for a therapist to be as a therapist to be is someone who provides space, compassion, and presence for their client or participant. I hope you all enjoyed.